digging the crates. Sometimes you gotta dig deep. This is Digging the Crates, I'm Vice Beats. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the podcast, brought to you by The Find. The podcast focuses on exploring the art, passion and culture of hip-hop, going beyond the typical questioning and digging deeper into the passions, inspirations and experiences of those involved in the scene's rich culture, immersing you in the music. This season features artwork from Ross Mullins of Anchor Points, and intro music from Herma Puma and Jabba the Cut. The first episode of season three features one of my favorite producers and MCs, who's both lyrically and behind the boards crafted a distinctive and unmistakable soundscape. His work rate is next to none, quietly amassing a collection of soulful, dusty and raw hip-hop with a touch of jazz. Having worked with some of the finest names in hip-hop, this is a rare and in-depth interview with an artist who truly deserves to be celebrated. All of the music featured has been produced by today's guest. So without further ado, this is Digging the Crates with Kev Brown. And now for our feature presentation. All right, here, here we go. Yo, yo, peace, y'all. This is Kev Brown in the house. And right now you're checking out Digging the Crates. Big shout out to Vice Beats, holding it down as always. Big respect. Kev Brown, welcome to Digging the Crates. How you doing, man? Peace, peace. James, it's good to be here. I'm out here. We alive. We out here. It's still, it's good to be here. Sure, man. It's good to have you with us. And uh, yeah, like you say, man, it's uh, staying safe and well in this mad time. It's uh, it's important. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a movie. We living out a movie right it's now. crazy, so right? It's really real. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. There's a, there's some serious plot twists going on on a daily basis at the moment. It's, uh, yeah. It's madness. Yeah, man. Well, Kev, I, I wanted to start with you by, by asking you whether you remember the first time that you heard hip-hop, because I know you, you've grown up around so much music over time, and you said how you just have a love for music overall, but do you remember the first hip-hop that really affected you? I, I got into it kind of early, like, but it wasn't the early, early. I wasn't like right, because I was a kid, and I lived in Maryland, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Whatever I got was, you know, off the radio or, you know, later on music videos. Um, so I definitely re- remember hearing uh, Rapper's Delight and stuff at cookouts as a kid and stuff. So that's like 79 or something, 79, 80. So I, I was definitely, I was born in 1976. So I was definitely like a little kid around that, around that time. So I remember here, you know, that was a big song and uh of course growing up run dmc i had a big brother so you know he listened to hip-hop too among other things and uh 
you know, Run DMC, um, later on EPMD, um, you know, stuff like that. It's just like a mix of kind of everything because I got, I was the youngest in the family. So, you know, the influences is all around, you know. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like the, the influences that can be taken from, I guess, older siblings, but also just everyone that's around you. You don't necessarily realise the impact until much later on sometimes. You hark back and realise the things that did influence you at a younger age and how your sound shaped over time. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing, like, the significance yeah. that can be drawn later down the line. Yeah, it's definitely... When I got into making beats and stuff, it was like, wow, all of this is, it started clicking then, like, wow, all of these influences, you know, yeah. they come out through through the beats, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's pretty dope. What was first for you, man? I mean, was it, was it production that came first or was it rhyming or how did you kind of get into that side of things with creation? Well, the, yeah, the rhyming came first, like kicking raps and stuff, uh, that definitely came first, um, and then the beats came from, I, I needed beats to rap on. So <laughs> that's where the beats, and I, at a certain point, it's like, I, I want to rap over, I want some original beats. Yeah. And uh, instead of just, you know, we used to take, you know, the, the, the single, you know, what had an instrumental on it back in the day, you know, the B side of the single. And, uh, you know, at, at the open mic or whatever, you writing your rhyme or you might be recording at home, but you would just still just jack beats from instrumentals that's already out. But then eventually you want to do some original stuff. So it's like, that's where the family influence comes, you know, because I had a whole crazy, I had a crazy amount of records because my family collected records anyway. My mom and dad had records. So I, I, initially I didn't have to go digging and stuff because it was, you know, records at the house, you know, so that's where it kind of like started, you know. I represent in the midst of all of the ignorant Yours next to mine, making me sound brilliant Buckshot is right, ain't no comparison Low budget, what? Land over Maryland Cool as the winter time, Christmas caroling Soul music, <laughs> Leon wearing them I rock the beats, plus rock rhymes Fill this time to show my full versatility Utility, utility So when, when you say that you, then it almost kind of necessitated production, I mean, what was the first step for you? I mean, how did you first initially make beats? I'm assuming you didn't start with MPC and, and get into it that way. No so. way. Yeah, no, no MPC <laughs> off. I wish, you know, kids now, you could get, you know, download some stuff on the computer, yeah. boom, go in, and you in the game. That's so tight. <laughs> Super tight. You know what I mean? That's, that's dope. Um... But uh, back in the day, you know, you had to save your money up and uh, <laughs> to get like the big machines. But even before that, you know, we was doing the pause mixing. I'm, I'm sure you, you probably heard people talk about pause mix yeah, beats. Yeah, and for you, sure. you, got, you got two tape decks and you got to catch the part at the certain part and rewind it. And, yeah. You know, it's basically like DJing, but on a on a cassette deck you know what i mean it's, it's not in it's not in real time but you know you, you basically making a part of the, the song loop over and over again and uh but it's a, like a primitive kind of way you know it's like a, it's really inventive but at the same time you know you could break your tape deck at the same time <laughs> doing it. but uh you know and then you, you you know later on i had to uh a Gemini, uh, <laughs> like a Gemini mixer with the big circle button on it. I don't know if y'all had that over here, yeah, but like it's, it's like a big, 
like a little box with like little faders on it and uh it had a, a big circle on it that was the sample button and it had like maybe like eight seconds a sample to tom or something like that and it had the big orange gemini logo on it and letters <laughs> on it and uh i used that you know you got that and you got a tape deck you win the game because then you can <laughs> like if, if you got a double tape deck you win it because you can like overdub like i'm doing drums on this and i'm a sample a piano on top and then overdub that and then your tape be having mad hits like in the back because you done overdub mad times um but that was the you know that was the, the way to do it and then later on you know you just grow and grow and uh and uh Eventually, I got a, a an Akai S20. It was a beat machine, well, a sampler called an Akai S20. My brother, I was looking through the through this magazine called Musician's Friend, and uh, they had the new stuff. And um, you know, I was going to get. I think I was going to get uh, like one of the Roland, one of those, like a 202. I can't remember what the. You know, it was one of those. It wasn't. It was before the 404s and all of that. And um, my brother was like, "Why don't you get that one?" Because I was <laughs> looking at the cheaper stuff. Because I was like, "I can't afford that." But he was like, "Yo, you could put that on my on my credit card. It come to my house. You come get it. You know what I mean? Just pay me back." Oh, you know what I mean? So I did that. So I got the S the S20. I didn't know nice. nothing. You know, that was a whole new level. Um, of sample, you know, like making beats and figuring out it had the floppy disk with it. This was real. Oh, oh, this is, you know, it's real data storage and stuff. You know, it had certain features. It wasn't like the MPC. It didn't have a, it had a sequencer, but it had a more of a sense in like a like a four track sequencer, like a track machine type of sequencer. It didn't have quantize. It didn't have bars it didn't have any of that you could just like sample stuff you could loop stuff but the way i was flipping stuff it was like i had an npc already i didn't even know what an npc was at the time <laughs> until my man my man ken wood had an npc 2000 and i met him at university of maryland and they had a radio show and i met him you know from there and he would he's from long island new york and he was at school in maryland you know, sometimes his parents would let him take bring his NPC down because they knew he wouldn't be studying. You know what I mean? If he was like in his dorm making beats and stuff, so he was like, "You got to leave this here." So he would bring it down sometimes, and like I showed him what I was making beats on because he had heard my beats before he saw. I told him about the S20, like, "Yo, got the blah blah blah," and um, he's like, "Oh, that's because he heard the beats." He's like, "Yo," because I was doing bass lines and stuff back then. But I had to sample each individual, like each individual drum pad took up a sample time. So you could only, it was a whole thing you had to do with. So Ken Wood had the 2000. So once he, once he saw what I was making beats on, and he heard my beat, he was like, you making beats on that? You know what I mean? It was like one of those things. Like, yeah. What? It don't have no quanta, it don't have no sequence. What, what, how you, well, how you doing this? Or like, you know what I mean? Like. Um, but then eventually I got, you know, I got a credit card and then I got the MPC, uh, <laughs> I got the MPC 2000 XL and then that's when stuff kind of kicked into gear and, uh, I started really, really like, you know, focusing in cause I wanted to 
to be an MC, I guess you would say. Like, I wanted to drop like a rapper, rapper, you know what I mean? And I was just kind of doing the beats, kind of like a side. I do beats too, but I was just, it was just out of necessity. But then after a while, um, I just, you know, it was more fun to make beats. I was like, oh, this is, it might be more, you know, my thing. You know, I'd still rhyme a little bit, but, you know, because I would do open mics and stuff. And, and people would be like, yo, you was tight. Who's doing your beat? And I'd be like, I did the beat too. They'd be like, yo, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So it was a, it was good all around, you know yeah, what I mean? So sure. I, I feel like. Even, I felt like if I had to go the production way, I could still slip ROMs in and nobody really would really be mad at me because I'm not trying to be Rock Kim out here. I ain't trying to like crush, you know, I ain't Elza, I ain't you know what I mean? So, and I know that, you know what I mean? But I just like the ROM. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, introduce that as well as the beats, you know. Yo, I don't even know what to say. I made this beat and thought about you today. It's been a long time since I seen you last It's like time moves too fast to keep your grasp At least sometimes it does I was gonna call, but I know you stay busy and all I keep thinking about the first date Driving around looking for a parking space We had a lot in common, but at the same time We worlds apart, we walked through the park Had nice talks and all that I wonder what it was that made you fall back I wonder what it was, but I won't dwell on that Never hung out that much still When we did hang out the whole vibe was chill I miss your good night kisses for real I miss your good night kisses for real So I mean who was the first artist that you ended up collaborating with? A lot of Grap Lover was what was um, early on Well even before that it was Cy Young uh, You know it's like low budget crew cats um, Even before it was before there was a low budget crew Like Cy Young I guess was the first like person I met, um, my stuff was called Low Budget Productions, so mm. that was that's where the whole low budget uh, crew thing came from. But um, you know, uh, Cy Young was definitely early on, um, as well. You know, cast down here, you know what I mean. But getting in the game and stuff, it was Grap, and that wasn't even like a getting in the game type of thing. That was just like I met Grap at University of Maryland, also, and uh, he was cool and stuff, and. You know, we played him beats and he would tight. He would we would play beats over the phone and stuff. You know, that was back back in that time. You know, it just grew from there. Check it out. Yeah. I rock beats to rhyme to defeat the weak designs. Infiltrate strongholds of the enemy with the remedy. Feel the energy from the crowds I interact with. Blacksmith with more styles than sax fifth. Cactus shark, black like after dark. Came with grab the spark, the raps are sharp. They must be, wouldn't have it the opposite. What? Trying to get dough lottery flip yeah. lots yeah. of it. I suppose that you plan to oppose the rhyme pros, cascading flows, make you wanna wet up your clothes. Plus you can't find a lack of skill nowhere in it. All struck with my gold cab and rhymes invented. Created for the world to stand up and take notice. Mega potent, but other MCs sound demoted. I spit it mystic, they keep it plain and simplistic. With Kevin Brown, we rap stars with power balls. I'm, I'm mix it all together with you know Jazzy Jeff and then from Jazzy Jeff, De La Soul and. Uh, Bismarcky and uh, you know the ball was rolling at you know the magnificent as you can see you know that's that's a lot of that happened a lot of stuff kind of once the ball got rolling it went all the way you know snowball went all the way down the hill you know <laughs> so I mean you said about the magnificent I mean how and like how that 
kind of came about but I mean what what was the process in terms of evolution for you to get from that point of kind of being with with Cy and Grapp at the start I mean how how did you initially meet meet Jeff and like what was the the process of that album because it it's got that very organic feel and it feels like it was very much a I guess it feels like it's come out of one big session and one big family gathering musically almost. I mean, what was mm. the process with that album? Man, that album, well, I got introduced to Jeff by, I, I guess like, uh, you know what? That's a good question. You know, oh, okay. So the, the BBE stuff, it was the, um, you know, because Magnificent was on BBE and then... Um, that was the whole beat generation uh, era. Shout out to Pete from uh, from BBE. Yeah, you know I mean, and uh, and uh, he had it was a whole thing. Jay Dilla came out with the first joint and smashed everything. You know what I mean? I was listening to that. You know what I mean? That was a big, you know, growing up listening to that. You know, like that was early what 2000, 99, 2000, somewhere around there, and um. The beat generation stuff was cracking. So Jay, Jay Dilla had his, and um, I think Pete had his, the Pete Strumentals. Um, so it, it was a bunch of producers that, you know, they Pete was getting a bunch of producers to just, you know, just do whole albums on some, like Quincy Jones used to do <laughs> back in the day, like just whole, like, but just, you know, with hip hop cats. And uh, Jeff was one of the cats and, and, you know, I'm, I was down in Maryland. I'm trying to make the long story short because he, you know, long story short, me and Cy Young went to Philly and played him some stuff. And he was down, you know, he liked the stuff and we, you know, ball was rolling. And uh, come to find out he was working on a BBE joint, uh, you know, the, the beat generation joint. And uh, he was just looking for joints you know what I mean like he was just looking for and he and I think um Jill Scott's manager at the time was they Jill Scott was on tour and somehow oh that's right I'm leaving stuff out but but Jill Scott's manager got one of my beat tapes yeah because of grap thanks to grap I gotta throw throw grap in there again and um uh, you know, trying to make this condense this. You know what I mean? We we had we already had the Snyder cut. We don't need the uh, the Kev <laughs> Brown cut. You know what I mean? Um, so I linked up. You know, from all of that bibbity bop boom, and then met up with Jeff, and then boom, he was working on the Magnificent, and like at that point, it was just like, wow, this is the first time. You know, I'm in the real studio and, you know, I'm in my 20s, I guess, early 20s. And I'm like, wow, you know. Not a game, no balls foul. I serve the lifetime just to hunt you down. Your beautiful smile and the way you keep me aroused. Got me changing how I do the what can I do now? It's your option, pick like Malone and Stockton. Don't stop it. Everything you do is love. It's like every time you move is buzzed. I got something that'll change your life if you choose this love. I still, I like your style. 
That's how Cy Young's on it. Um, and, you know, it's cats from around the way still on it. Raheem Devon is on it. And, uh, you know, it's cats. Even Ken Wood got me. I got my man. I was, at that point, it was just, I, you know, my, you know, Jeff's, thank thank goodness for Jeff's ear because he, he heard my stuff. Even when I listened to my, because I know what beat tape he heard. I, you know, they was passing around the beat tape. And when I listened to that, I think about that beat tape now, like, yo, that joint is, you know, it sounds primitive to me now, almost. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's like young Kev Brown, look at young Kev. Um, but it was, he heard that and was like, yo, boom. You know what I mean? So that's where the, the ball got rolling with the Magnificent and everybody getting on the Magnificent at, uh, at, a, at a certain point. Um, Jeff had all these songs and I was like yo can we you know for some reason I knew he knew Freddie Fox I don't know why why Freddie Fox came up in the conversation and I was like yo I got some beats for Freddie Fox you know what I mean like cause I I think I had went home one weekend and like just made beats specifically for Freddie Fox like yo cause it it needed a balance the album was all vibey and you know what I mean so it needed like a hard joint to like balance out everything so I was like, you should get Freddie. And they was boys. So, you know, he came through the studio, boom, 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 and, <laughs> and did the joint. Kid, you're new to me. You bother me. Because I know y'all niggas really ain't thugs. You're trying to be hardcore, but you're not. I'll write your eulogy. You bother me. It'll be no help from family, no friends. Nobody can really help you now. Here I am, the real MC, writing off sucker MCs like I'm DMC. My little killers in the BM3, follow Bumpy in the black 600 with the 1 2 V. I'm in V12, but wherever I dwell, they'll bust for me in heaven, they'll bust for me in hell. Cause I'm still hot, any rapper I fear not. I give it to you raw like my pops was Gil Scott, mama was Jill Scott. Humming melodies, my head on her chest, feeling the bass in her breast. Time nor space exists for the man that knows the eternal. Don't make me return you you can pull it out wave it no doubt but before you bust it off here's one to think about come to bumpy get your heart tested if you pass you'll be passing out i'm blasting in and i'm blasting out but like yeah it was a it was a lot happening at the the time jay diller came through the studio what one time i missed him i was i was at home in maryland but he he came to, to um to philly to to hang out with jeff um i remember when i first met jeff um, he had played me the bonus track with Slum Village on it, and uh, um, crazy. And uh, sure. yeah, it was it was um it was it, that was a, that was a dope time. And at the same time, I had to join with Grap on Marley Mars um, uh, uh, BBE joint, the uh, What Ruling Means, yeah, because um, that, that was too. It's funny because I, I, at the time, I I was in Philly. Then I would come home to Maryland, check my answer machine, and it would be another, like, yo, we want this track for this. You know what I mean? Like, it was, oh, oh. You know, Marley Marl <laughs> left the, left the, uh, 
a voice, you know what I mean? Like on the back when it was cassette tapes on the on the answer machine. I, yeah. I probably got the tape somewhere, but um, yeah, uh, just a lot of a lot of that stuff. It was a real crazy, super hip hop, mind blowing time around that time. Uh, one time for your mind. It's the younger soul brother, grab lover, yo. Alongside the Kevin Brown. Yeah, low budget soul. Yo, yo, let's say writing is the gift of fools. Watch me utilize this gift as a tool to simply bust up your rules. I'd rather drop jewels than rock jewels and make hits. You feel it in your soul like mellow guitar riffs. Some fools fit the same. Needing to quit, stake no claim. Quick the poisonous art thing. I remain like the words of our Molly Messiah Garvey. You think you're gonna crush this son? I say hardly. You'll see covered so much within hip-hop in terms of and just music in general like you've seen it evolve and so you were talking about the way what a process in terms of how you would initially make beats and how you just made tracks and how you kind of necessitated the production through rhyming and so on have you have you had a favorite patch to date so far be it either in your own musical journey or just within the realms of hip-hop so far yes yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of special um, a lot of special stuff. Uh, I realized, I, like, it was a certain point I realized I need to switch beat machines. Um, or I, at least I felt um, like I needed to switch from the, you know, because technology was changing. And uh, I was like, I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta get something a little more up to date. Um, and like still try to like keep my sound that's the real trick is to switch you know it was i was always switching to another mpc but each mpc kind of sounds different um it's like an instrument really i guess i ain't never really think about that but like the um so you know it's still keeping your sound and um because i think about the fans a lot i watch youtube a lot and i watch a lot of uh what like um like uh movie reviews you know what i mean and like uh what what i i, I kind of like I, I look at a lot of that type of stuff and i like see why people don't like it and a lot of it seems <laughs> like you because you start out a certain way then you change you know and you but which is cool but you might change a little too much and it, it, it'll it'll throw off the main the people that was with you at the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause you still not you could you know everybody not Andre three thousand. You can't just switch your whole thing up and everybody just roll with you. So <laughs> I'm one of those people that's just like nah. I like I like Star Wars the way it was. You know what I mean? Like you don't <laughs> stop changing stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so. You know, I'm one of those fans, so I, I apply that kind of to my music too. I branch out, and it's, you know, but at the basic, it's still like, oh, that's still Kev. You know what I mean? Like, at, at a, you know, you, I don't know if you can really, can't really describe it, but like, you know, it got my, the texture to it still got the same stuff. You know what I mean? Even if it's something off kilter. It sound like some music from motherfucking Fat Albert show and shit. You know what I mean? Sound like the organ from Fat Albert, nigga. <laughs> What's going on here? Look, 
I'll be the most incredible, alphabetical, unforgettable. God of the spit, try, talk shit. Phenomenally pursuing the heads of most of you niggas. That's why I be the friction and a spark shit. And why you sporadically notice who's the Don man? Exploding hoods to emphatically bombing farmland. Niggas asking me not to do it, sire. Knowing embalming fluid is mixed in my saliva. Need me to move the maid back and holler at my driver. I'm still voting for Obama despite a couple priors. And while I cause another couple fires, I pay you niggas no mind, you a bunch of couple of liars. After this time, and you've done so much in terms of music, I mean, do you find now that you prefer making beats or rhyming, or is it kind of an equal measure? Nah, definitely uh, making beats. It's way more fun. I'm on I'm on Sesame Street when I'm making beats. Son. I'm I'm out. What we having fun? What I'm pushing buttons. Stuff is lighting up. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. out here. But writing rhymes is like that's why I called one of my albums homework. That was one of the reasons why. Like one for one one reason, writing rhymes is like homework to me because I'm like I'm not trying to you know. Being whack is not what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I don't want somebody to be like, that bar was his duh. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want that. You know what I mean? So, but I know I'm not like super duper crazy with the romp, but like, I know I can put some patterns together if I sit down and really, you know what I mean? Work instead of, you know, you know, just just being like ah, uh, cat, bat, hat, rat, sat. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta be more bouncy and da 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 da. You know, you gotta have a, a little bounce to it to make it, you know, to come across to to people. So, it, you know, it's a whole thing. And I, I'm like, yo, sometimes I might write a rhyme, I might write a line down and be like, did somebody else say that? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's a whole thing with that. But even with, even if it's a, with the beats, if it's something somebody already else sampled, you can still chop it and do something different. But if you said what somebody else said already, you just said what somebody else said already. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not. That's not dope. Unless you're giving that person tribute or whatever. You know, that's cool. I do that in my rhymes sometimes. But like, if you're just saying a line and you're thinking you came up with it. But you was really listening to something and it's stuck in your head and you might have kicked, you know what I mean? So that's the weird stuff that I be thinking about when I write <laughs> rhymes, you know what I mean? But like when I'm making beats, all that stuff ain't really in my head, you know what I mean? Because the MC stuff is really like a, like it's MC, son. You got to be an MC, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm from that, we from that era, you know what I mean? So it's like... It's a, a higher standard. You can't just say you rap and be like, oh, you rap? You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. gotta be... You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean, man. If somebody use a groove and it's hot, then everybody uses a groove. That was corny back then. As a producer, I don't want to just sell you a beat to make a dollar. I want to make sure you're going to pick something. You're going to do something incredible with it. Let's get back to the yeah. program. All of us move together victorious Chain link featherweight bazooka your walls up Zone out levitate state the continent The most melodic chess boxing Back on the block again Never left though Left handed though This is for the fans of the flow Got the hot hands from the plans off the stove Tyson taking off the road See me on the metro See me at the shows Rap grows bigger the bigger the rap grows Hit you with the classic Hit the road 
Lifetime guaranteed, never corrode. Never in your life think about becoming some black ish. We only expect the fantastic. The only standard to stand with. Got the blueprint from the masters and mastered it. What? Sound the alarm. So is that why you had all the interludes in homework? Was it kind of like just giving yourself a bit of a breather and just like make some beats and just let it out? Yeah, that was definitely, I tapped into a different, I tapped into like a, a Mad Lib kind of, uh, I tried to get, you know what I mean? Like a Mad Lib MF Doom type yeah. of song. As far as like the song structure, like it's short songs and it was, you know, the the, the medicine show Mad Lib joint, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just beats with little like uh, little little clips of talking or something on top. I was really like, I was like, yo, man, Lip, he just showed me how to do it. Cause, <laughs> you know, I'm not out here to wrap your face off. I'm just here to like kick a little joint, and then you know, I could showcase my beats. And you know, it was it was really a, a, a smoother, you know, it was less pressure. Cause it was like, yo, I'm gonna do it like this. And also, it's it's this is random, but it's another artist. I was listening to at the time named Bill Works. I don't know if you ever heard of this dude, but he 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 got popular from like Vine. You know what I mean? From doing like real short little songs, and then it expanded from there. And um, you know, I'm not doing it justice by telling everything, but he has like this pop type of structure to his songs, which is great, and it's also his. He doesn't care about song structure you know what I mean like song length like yeah. he's like on some Mad Lib stuff but like with real instruments okay. like you know and like just being real sporadic with the lyrics and he, it's like lyrically ghost face with the stuff cause it don't you don't <laughs> you know what I mean like it don't you can't really piece it all together but the rhythm is catchy and the uh you know the music is, is so nice that it you know it's you could tell this dude is smart you know what i mean like it's not just like you're not just rambling on this joint and coming up you coming up because it, it's intricate core structures and change-ups and he's you know what i mean it's a lot going on um but it's put into like a silly sesame street kind of way <laughs> that would make even a little kid would be like yeah you know what i mean but when you hear it, when a real musician hear it, you like, yo, he's doing some stuff. Yeah, you know? I get you. Um, um, and condensed into a little, you know, maybe one minute, two minute song or whatever. So that was a big yeah. inspiration, also. The moon is made of cheese, but I can't taste it. But I like the way the texture feels when I lick the surface. Then the rumors start to go around the world that I'm crazy Cause I can't even taste cheese But I guess they don't know me So I wanted to ask you, man, so with um, with I Do What I Do, like that, I mean, that that project just in itself, I mean, it's it's like close to sonic perfection in terms of just the, the vibe of it. And when you say about wow, kind of the, the Kev Brown sound, just... It's just perfect from start to finish with everything you've done with it. But, I mean, it, it always intrigues me the way that always is at the end of the project. And, like, it's it's kind of almost become one of, those, one of the most recognisable tracks that you've created. And yet, it's also kind of not available on streaming and various things, which almost kind of seems to yeah. add to the mystique of it. It's like, is yeah. that the idea behind it? <laughs> Yeah, James, talk that stuff. 
I've never been in a serious relationship Probably cause I can't relate to chicks Nowadays I'm trapped off Doing tracks to blast off Being lonely's a regular thing My phone don't ring I'm up in the lab composing Seems like every girl I've chosen Heart's frozen And maybe I don't know how to pick though Seems like every chick I know's out to get though And I ain't got a lot of that And now I'm fun about it You think I'ma be hitting you all for doubt it Crazy, where they come off at? I'm about to start letting these bras know off the bat If you ain't bringing up to the table and leave Give a dual room to brave And then maybe you can receive Something real instead of the fake Something you feel and appreciate Worth the wait It's like always I love that album, man. But yeah, it's like it's Thanks, it's kind of cool that that's the. It's almost like this hidden project where it's like you know if you know. Was well, that the idea behind that? Of uh, you mean like it not being it, mean, it being mysterious right now? Yeah. I, well, yeah, kind of because I kind of like, I, you know. Thanks to, to, to Redef, you know, I'm not dealing with Redef right now, but yeah. Redef helped me, helped me, uh, they helped me get the rights back. You know, they helped me get the, uh, the album back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So once I got the album back, I, you know, it's not up anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just wait. You know what I mean? I'm going to just, I'm going to just wait. Uh, and, it, you know, it's it's not like it's not of it. It's still on my band camp. And, yeah. Uh, my website you, if you buy a t-shirt you get the album free and uh <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's not like you go on youtube and listen for free and yeah. but uh you know it's out but like just it's just not on spotify and the usual uh the usual suspects which is kind of nice though digital. man it's it's good that yeah. it's it's remaining in more of a physical form it's like yeah, yeah it's kind of exclusive i might i might i might uh drop it on the digital forms uh, I, it's some stuff in the works, so uh, okay. you know, I'm just gotta figure stuff out. And uh, but yeah, like you said, thanks, man. Uh, I appreciate it too. That's that's the first album, so like the first official album that I put out. So you know, that was my introduction to to everybody. Other than you know, the magnificent. I was on the credits, but by that time. A lot of, you know, credits wasn't really a thing and, you know, around, you know, because I came in right around the time where stuff was starting to get digital. And if you had the record, you might have the credits. But if you got the digital version, you probably didn't get the credits. Yeah, man, I get it. So you might just thought Jazzy Jeff did all the beats, <laughs> you know, you'd be like, yo, Jeff done Jeff. Yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeff, Jeff, Jeff out here, son. <laughs> yeah, man. That's the thing, isn't it? It's like, I know a few people when I've kind of spoken to them about that album, I'm like, yeah, Kev's beats are amazing on there. And they're like, what do you mean? It's like, what do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> just, right, yeah. yeah. There's some com- I see some comments on YouTube, like, yo, Kev didn't do that. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they fighting over it. That's funny. That's but I got paid and everything. I got credit. <laughs> like, if you look on the credit, you yeah. know what I mean? It's all good. Like, don't, you ain't got to fight nobody. That's crazy. 
I remember the first, I tried to get that album because it wasn't easy to get in England. And uh, the first time was when, when it was really easy to get scammed on eBay. And someone was selling what they said was the album for like, I don't know, it was like 40, 50 pounds. I was like, man, I really want this. Like I'd heard a couple of things like from some of my friends and I was like, I need this. And uh, mm-hmm. ended up where it was literally just the first single. And it was just just the single on CD. I was like, man, that's not right. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, got gotcha. scammed and everything. Damn. But I got there in the end. It's, uh, yeah, I, I kind of grabbed every known vinyl that I could find. <laughs> Since that point, I was like, well, get everything. This isn't happening. And uh, never bought off eBay Word. again. But, uh, Get involved in the conversation. Use the hashtag DTC Podcast. Outside of music itself, I mean, what what do you find influences the music that you do create? I know you said about films and that side of things, but are there the kind of other aspects to life that you kind of find inspire what you're doing in a direct or indirect way? Um, I mean, I guess, you know, just life in general is always, uh, you know, inspiration, I guess. You know, I don't want to be cliche, I guess, but I definitely have to be in a zone. I, I don't I don't work. I need to work on music every day, but I don't um, because, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm one of those dudes. It's like, I, I got to feel it. I got to be uh, it got to be right. Like, you know what I mean? So. But when I'm not doing that, I'm trying to do something else. Like even today, I was just like trying to spruce up my website, trying to get, you know, just logistic stuff. Even if I'm not doing uh, like just per se, like beats or whatever all the time. Um, But, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, especially lately, I'm not I haven't been in the zone at all. You know what I mean? But. When I do get in the zone, it's, you know, I'm making stuff every day. You know what I mean? Usually it's a, it's a nice little, like, a boost of energy that's like, bip, 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 you know what I mean? And then <laughs> it, it might be a little pause, you know, a couple, you know, a week or so. I don't know, you know, like, depending on what's going on in life and, you know, because you get older and life happens. So, um, you know, I, you know. Getting older is real, so, <laughs> um, so you know, hey. But it's a, you know, long, try to balance everything out, and uh, still try to try to stay out here and just just do as much, you know, do as much as I can. You know what I mean? Like it's because uh, I look at other people, they feel like they they doing the most. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta like catch up. You know what I mean? Or I gotta like at least stay on the plateau of dropping a certain amount of stuff every year so nobody can be like where where you been what you what you ain't got what you got out so what you got out now like cause you know what I mean so and I could be like well I got this 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 and that where you been you know what I mean so you know just to keep it consistent I mean out of all the stuff you've made over time do you have a track that you're most proud of or is like there a, there a specific project where you think that's that's the one um well, well, the, uh, the Al Green joint was dope. That was one of the most fun. Yeah, I guess you would say Al Green joint was tight. Working with Elemental was fun. We did two uh, two albums. 
going to California. Like the first album, we just sent stuff back and forth. But the second album, I actually went to California and we worked on stuff like hanging out on the spot, like making beats on the spot, hanging out at the studio, kicking it. That was really, yeah. that was, I think that was my first time doing that out of state. Like okay. just actually really waking up every day going to the studio like the real building studio and like you know what I mean instead of just like going you know waking up and reaching over like I'm in the studio you know what I mean so it's uh that was that was fun and uh, a lot of laughs and stuff Al Cap you know it's a whole different atmosphere um but the Al Green joint that was big fun too like with like the um you know he got a, a song about Peter Pan on that joint like I, I remember uh being like word you know I mean? <laughs> like we in the car he like this i want to use this for the thing and then uh, oh okay and you know what i mean but then we did the song and it came out tight yeah. so you know it was just like stuff like Yo, that and uh, they want to know the truth and i ain't got nothing to hide i let it out through bottles and liquor bottled inside what i'm about i look into the mirror and cried and that's what things seem clearer it's time to put it down i'm giving up my dreams when they started come around that was around the time me and my new boo ready to part ways because bills was overdue that's when she looked at me and said i think i'm overdue damn you never live a book how you write it the love make it seems a lot better when we fighting bigger than the grind bigger than these rhymes i'm trying to be your father not the one that's hard to find didn't really have to bother but it's bothering your mind i'm harboring with confidence that maybe we can find love this is family first because my family thirst i watch the water help blend the blood with the dirt equality seed the wisdom key to my earth hot as the jewel i drop from a distant birth and no need to talk because we beat to rap what keep beat to lock sorry y'all was gone so long hopefully you ain't saying so long if you listen and I hope you can form my apology for doing you wrong. Man, it's a lot of good. Even I do what I do was dope. I remember when I when I first got the the you know the, I was listening to that like it wasn't even me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when it, I was in the car with it, like yeah, pulling up in front of you know what I mean. Joints like what's up, y'all? Like with my joint playing, like you know what I mean? So. That was I did that for like at least a year. I was listening to that album like like it was somebody else. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, but uh cause I was, you know, that was the first album, so it was a big deal. Yeah, and uh um I, I mean I, I got favorite joints on all the albums, you know what I mean? Like even the instrumental albums, the Brazil joints, like um the, all that stuff is fun. Um the Brazil joint, like you know that was beats I made in Brazil. Ninety-nine percent of that stuff is, you know, and a lot of the, the samples is Brazilian samples and stuff. And uh, I, I had the MPC twenty-five hundred with me. It's big. I can't believe I, I would never do that again. Like it, I had it in a like a, a suitcase, padded suitcase. Can't believe I was out in Brazil with a, with a, with a suitcase with an MPC in it. It was great. Yeah, I made it back this time with it. I went to South Africa one time and it got stole. Damn, really? Yeah, yeah, I got stories, son. It's real. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been in South Africa twice. The second time, um, you know what I mean? I didn't even use the NPC at the show and it still got stolen. Too real. What? Uh. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Still had a good time in South Africa, though. Oh, uh, <laughs> shout out to Ken Zero, South Africa tight. <laughs> That's crazy. J Love, what up? J Love was out there. It was crazy. Bahamadia, it was a whole tour. Like um, oh, Marco nice. Polo. Um, it was it was dope, man. That was dope. That's crazy, man. It must be mad, like just having the thing that you use every day to create just get taken away. <laughs> That's. Yeah, that was scary. It was like, because I had just got I had just got the MPC 2500 because I was talking about upgrading. I had the MPC 2000 XL and I was like, I need to, you know, the 2500 had a little CD. This is back in. I got it late when I got it. It was still late when I got it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it had been out. I think the, the, the 2500 came out like 2005, 2006. <laughs> so this is like 2011. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, I'm getting a new NPC. So, but it had a CD burner on it. You know what I mean? It was hot. It had the big screen on it. You know what I mean? I had the JJOS with it. It, it was tight. Nice. Um, but yeah, that drum, I, yo, I even, I took the old drum pads off from the, uh, the XL and put them on the 2500. Oh, so okay. it would feel like the XL. Nice. Like, yo, this joint perfect. This joint tight. <laughs> Oh, that's nice, smooth man. stolen in South Africa. Oh, dude, that's terrible. Crazy. And modded and everything. But I, I, I still had the XL back at the house. With so, no pads on it. Well, yeah, well, I had pads on it, but because I, I had switched the drum pads from the 25 to the, uh, to the X, you know, I switched or hit the switcheroo on it. Um, but then I, I, I gave that to my man Brent. My man Brent was like Tony Stark back in the day, like fixing. If you had some broke beat machines or equipment, he would fix it. So like he he, I gave it to him and he fixed all the buttons and put chip nice in it and, and fixed it. So like I I was back on the the, um, the XL for a while until I um, I bought another twenty five hundred. That's mine. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry, but that's, that's stories. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know it's funny because I had just got the, the twenty five hundred. And so I didn't have a lot of beats on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it didn't feel that bad because I was like, all right. But it was still, you know, a whole beat machine gone. You know what I mean? With the, with, the, with the suitcase padded <laughs> joint. You know what I mean? That was top. I bought that joint from um, Trek Life. $50. We was on tour one time. I was like, let me just hear his $50. I just straight jacked that joint. <laughs> hey, go $50. Take this $50. You don't use this joint. Get this case. Oh, that's amazing. Just like basically strong arm of money. And... I think you just found out who's just stolen it back. Really, you? It's like, uh, that would be crazy. <laughs> that's Saga <amazing>. continues. <laughs> They say they never really miss you till you dead or you gone. So on that note, I'm leaving after the song. So you ain't got to feel no way about Jay so long. But at least let me tell you why I'm this way. Hold on. I was conceived by Gloria Carter and Adnan's Reeves who made love under the sycamore tree, which makes me a more sicker MC. And my mama would claim at 10 pounds when I was born, I didn't give her no pain. Although through the years, I gave her her fish, yeah. I gave her first real skin. I made it for birth when I got here. She knows my purpose wasn't purpose. I ain't perfect, I care. But I feel worthless cause my shirts wasn't matching my gear now I'm just scratching the surface cause what's buried under there was a kid torn apart once his pop disappeared I went to school got good grades could behave when I wanted but I had demons deep inside that were raised when confronted hold on all of 
things must come to an end. Brooklyn, oh. pass on his legacy through the seeds and drops to the ground. So, I mean, you've, you've worked with so many artists over time. I mean, who's who's left on your list of collaborators? There are the, only you think, yeah, I need to make that happen. Man, it's a lot of people. You know, it's always some new people that I haven't discovered yet. Um, I've been doing a lot of beat sales lately, so it's been a lot of... Hopefully soon, it's going, you're going to hear a lot of joints from, you know, people you never heard before mm. with Kev Brown beats, you know? Nice. <laughs> so, uh, that'll be happening soon. And... Uh, but it's plenty of, um, you know, it's mad people. I, I never really work with anybody like, or you know, on a major, major level. You know what I mean? Like even like mm -hmm. people like Most Def or not Most Def, Yasin Bey as we call him now. Yeah. Um, but but like even people on that level, like I never really, you know what I mean? I had I had early in my career I had a, a jump start, and then I worked with Daylight, blah 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 blah. But even then, that was like OG people still. Biz Marquee and stuff like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. That was still like all these people I work with was still like people I watched on on Young TV raps and stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't like people that was still around my age bracket. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh so even now, um, you know, I'm wide open to, you know, you know what I mean? Beyonce, give me a call. You know what I mean? We <laughs> could, you know what I mean? Make it, you know, it would be dope to, you know. Back back when I was a touch of jazz, I had made I made a whole Jill Scott beat tape. It was fire. Oh, you know what man. I mean? But she didn't pick anything from it. She didn't pick any beats. Did you repurpose any of it? Yeah, I saw I sold some beats off off that joint. Um, I wish I needed to find it. It's at my mom's house. But uh I remember I was like, yo, she ain't picked nothing off this joint. <laughs> I thought I had cracked the code. You know what I mean? I, you know, I figured it out. But um it's all good. You find out later that people don't pick what you think they're gonna pick. Yeah. And being behind the scenes, you hear songs that don't make the album, so you be like, yo, why that song didn't make the album? Yeah. You know what I mean? But hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Let's do it. I'm going to the top. Where's my bonus, baby? I'm here. I'm knocking them out. Let's do it. I think they're writing a check in the back right now, but I want to take a look at the end. Don't fuck with me. I'm boy for blood clot. Relax. Still drop the jewelry when need be. Bouncing on the outlook boat. Sounding dope. They wanna force my hand. I don't understand how you gon' force the hand of a goat. Here's a little song I wrote. Bobby Mick, fair in the song I quote. Old heads in the house, know the inside joke. Anybody that wanna can get the Sunday I'm roast. in a no-fly zone, I ain't playing that trick trick. No eye patch, but my chain like slick brick. So I mean, what's next for you? I mean, like, what's what's kind of the the grand plan for you moving forward? Um, just keep doing music and and, and progress. You know what I mean? Um, hopefully, the people that have heard me over the years, my style has not stayed stagnant. I hope not. You know what I mean? It's still, it's still me, but it's still progressed. I learned some new stuff along the way. And hopefully you can hear that. So it's still more stuff to figure out and learn. And uh, I got I got to join with with Sonny Jim uh, yeah. coming out. What else? Uh, Jay Sana, my man Jay Sana, straight from the pack is out. That's been out since I guess January. Yeah. And, uh, and the vinyl has sold out. Um, but it's more being made. Fat Beats is pressing up the next batch of vinyl. 
and uh, that's coming. We, you know, there's some some more stuff happening with that, but we got some like Marvel secret stuff happening in the background for the for the people that's waiting for the new vinyl. And uh, what else? Uh, I'm sure it's a lot of other stuff, but I'll be getting filling on the spot, forgetting stuff. <laughs> Kev, thank you so much for your time and thanks for joining us on Digging the Crates, man. And, and just keep doing what you do. It's, uh, it's definitely not stagnant. It's amazing and, and it's much appreciated and respected from, from myself and many other fans around the globe, for sure. Word up, big thanks. Jimmy! <laughs> Jimmy! Jimmy! <laughs> Jim! That's, that's the way to end it. You need to come on every podcast and just end it like that, man. Just come and hang out. I could be, I could be your sidekick. Yeah, man, let's do it. Batman, I'm Robin. Just be in the background, just shouting Jimmy. Great. Jimmy. Jim. Just add tension to every set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, peace, man. Thank you. Big thanks, man. Stay safe out there, man. Peace. Peace, peace. Let's go. Yo, ODB. Jackie Chan, drunken style, stuntman, call me the fall guy, sombrero, vacation, mellow, might catch an elbow at the live show, orchestra pit, cello, walking down the street with the meme mug gone, make the white people scared when they see us on, the billboard black absorbs light, make them uncomfortable, untouchable, Theo Huxtable, Gordon Gartrell, Denise, sewing the fleece, V's hit me off with the pen, I'm all in, my aunt Tandy called mom Weeze, Feel it in the air like breeze The verse right in itself I'm on cruise control Soul to soul Back to life I'm on the honor roll Hand me the dough We can celebrate after the show Hard to handle Axe the black rolls uh, Deep cuts nobody knows J-Side 9, Kev Brown and Rose Never no competition to pose Leave it to the pros Leave it to the pros to find out more about each episode, including the tracks played, go to thefinemag.com.